Hi, I'm MJ Kelly. And I'm Aiden Cox. And welcome to episode one of On Your Left. Today's topic is, what is a leftist? So I think the first thing that we should talk about when we approach the question, what is a leftist, is capitalism versus communism. Um, It's a really important distinction to make. Uh, Most people, when they hear capitalism or communism, if you were raised in the US, at least in the remnants of the Red Scare, you're immediately going to think, communism, bad. But um, I can attest to that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the immediate thought process. So we're going to define these words and express to you what they actually mean. So communism is a system where all property is public. There's no private property. That does not mean there's no personal property. Personal property and private property are different, and we will go into that distinction in a later episode. Um, A communist society is characterized by common ownership of the means of production with free access to the articles of consumption and is classless and stateless, implying the end of the exploitation of labor. And then socialism, which which is another leftist ideology, is a political, social, and economic philosophy encompassing a range of economic and social systems that are characterized by social ownership of the means of production and workers' self-management of enterprises. Now, Marxism is a philosophy that encompasses both of these things. You might, you know, you might guess from the name it was created by Karl Marx. Um, we have thoughts about that man. Certainly have uh, thoughts. Yes, we do. So Karl Marx was a notorious racist and anti-Semite. And while he had good economic policy, he also uh, said a lot of very bad things towards people of other races and Jewish people. And so that means that we shouldn't necessarily blindly follow Marxism because inherently, uh, because inherently his biases were part of that were part of that yeah you have to you have to make sure to be aware of the biases a person may have going into reading them um this is especially true when you're reading work from like white leftists especially these old russian dudes from the 1800s (laughs) um they're definitely gonna have a lot of uh biases so that's why we also encourage a lot of people to read by poc theory as well and stuff like that but that's a conversation for another day Marxism posits that the struggle between social classes, specifically between the bourgeoisie or capitalists, the ruling class, and the proletariat or the workers, the working class, defines economic relations in a capitalist economy and will inevitably lead to revolutionary communism. So what he means when he says this um, is that history is characterized by a series of conflicts by whoever's in charge and whoever isn't in charge, because inherently the person who's in charge is going to want more power. And so Mm -hmm. Marxism is just explaining why these struggles happen and how we can overcome them. And there's a lot of theory on it written by Karl Marx and other other leftists. And again, when looking at works by Karl Marx, keep in mind his biases and all that. Absolutely. And then capitalism, Uh, the the big the the big one. The big, the big scary bad, yeah. The big, the big scary bad, big scary bad. Uh, capitalism is an economic system that's based on pr- the private ownership of the means of production and their operation for profit. Uh, so basically private companies are owning, uh, are owning the means of production and are profiting off of it. Uh, central characteristics of capitalism include capital accumulation, competitive markets, a price system, private property, and the recognition of property rights, voluntary exchange, and wage labor. 
So you may have heard us throw around the term the means of production a few times. I just want to explain what that is really quick. The means of production is what is actually used to create things. So that would be the factory, the land the factory is on, the materials that are used to create the product, all of that stuff. Um, you'll also hear another term called the mode of production. That's the economic system. So a mode of production would be feudalism or capitalism, so on and so forth. So what actually is a leftist? Uh, leftists have generally adopted the term progressive in the U.S., and they mainly differ from social liberals in that they believe the free market system is inherently flawed to favor the rich and powerful, and believe that the government should either work within the framework of the market system but heavily regulate it and pay for more social services and welfare through higher taxation on the rich and corporations, which is social democracy, or abandon the free market altogether in favor of socialism. Mm -hmm. There really aren't any mainstream figures in the U.S. that are really like socialists, but we have progressive figures like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, even though he calls himself a democratic socialist, who tend to favor some form of social democracy, which is better than nothing. <laughs> yep. And uh, they have uh, some distinct beliefs as well, leftists. Uh, they believe in not capitalism. Nope. Yeah, no capitalism. Uh, they believe that patriotism is irrational. One's primary duty should be to serve humanity. Uh, nations are just an invention. Uh, they're not like... Anything concrete. Yes. Uh, America seems great because of its exploitive nature. Uh, they also believe that self-improvement comes through serving others instead of uh, serving yourself. The, uh, that money should not be a requirement for survival and that hate speech should be prohibited. And I want to make a comment on the hate speech part because, you know, obviously I'm somebody who definitely like believes in free speech, but I also believe that hate speech should be prohibited because to truly have free speech, you need to have some kind of limitations so that people can feel comfortable sharing their ideas. Hate speech shouldn't be considered free speech because it's just, it's hateful. Like... End of the story. Yes, and uh, and hate speech, certain hate speech will uh, will try to suppress the the speech of others. So exactly. in order in order to have free speech, you need to you need to get rid of uh, speech that will prohibit free speech. Precisely. Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, it's definitely a paradox. Yes, um, but it is it is definitely something important to consider. Mm -hmm. uh, so. So a liberal, uh, so classic liberalism, which is the early form of, liberal, of liberalism that was popularized in the 1700s. It was strongly rooted in individual liberty in both social and economic matters. It opposes the idea of a strong activist government and it believes that the free market economy, it believes in the free market economy and believes strongly in freedom of speech, freedom of religion, etc. Uh, United States libertarians are a good example of a classic liberal, and one would say that uh, that certain founding fathers were also classic liberals. Yeah, and that's different from a social liberal. Uh, it's a social liberalism is a more modern form of liberalism. They generally believe in many of the same values like market capitalism, individual liberty, but differ in the fact that they believe the government has more of a role in ensuring the market allocates resources fairly and making market corrections where the free market fails, so social welfare, environmental regulation, and more. They also tend to see more of a role for government in protecting people's liberty, so like LGBT protections, and many mainstream Democrats today are social liberals. 
general liberal beliefs are capitalism with reform, patriotism helps a nation live up to its ideals. They believe that nations are a good thing, uh, that America is the greatest nation. Uh, these are modern, uh, or these are American liberals. Uh, yes. Bettering oneself will better the community. They believe that the minimum wage should be raised, which obviously leftists believe into. Yeah. And uh, that hate speech is free speech. Yeah. Um, now, what is a conservative? And, and like Aiden said, we probably should have mentioned this beforehand, that these are American centralized ideas, Americanized ideas, um, yes. because we are from America. Yes. So U.S. centralized. This, yeah, a lot of this is going to pertain mostly to America. So sorry to anyone who may be listening from other countries out there. Um, <laughs> so what is a conservative? Um, I think the biggest hallmark of being a conservative is the capitalism. Um, however, liberals believe in capitalism too. It's just, you think of, you think of conservatives, they're really gung-ho about it. Yeah, and uh, conservatives mainly believe in capitalism without reform, just straight up rugged capitalism. And oh, yeah. li liberals are more of capitalism with reform yeah, and with regulations a, and stuff like that that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's a good distinction to make. Um, and so we're going to tell you a few things that conservatives believe in. And we got all of these from a conservative website called Young Americans for Freedom. This is the Sharon Statement, if you've heard of it. So, yeah, here we go. Conservatives believe that the foremost among the transcendent values is an individual's use of his God-given free will, whence derives his right to be free from the restrictions of arbitrary force. That liberty is, is indivisible and that political freedom cannot long exist without economic freedom. That the purpose of government is to protect those freedoms through the preservation of internal order, the provision of the national defense, and the administration of justice. That the Constitution of the United States is the best arrangement yet devised for empowering government to fulfill its proper role while restraining it from the concentration and abuse of power. That the market economy, allocating resources by the free play of supply and demand, is the single economic system compatible with the requirements of personal freedom and constitutional government, and that it is at the same time the most productive supplier of human needs. That American foreign policy must be judged by this criterion. Does it serve the just interests of the United States? I hope you can hear the cringe in our voices while we're reading this. So we should go over some key differences between leftists and liberals, um, because those are two things that get confused very easily. So leftists are more revolutionary. Uh, they are anti-capitalist and anti-imperialist. Uh, two big schools of leftist thought include Marxism and anarchism. They believe in internationalism, a worker's democracy, socialism. Uh, they believe in class struggle, that it's a real thing, and they are resolute in their anti-fascism. Liberals, however, are reformist, pro-capitalism, pro-imperialism. Um, they are nationalist. Uh, they believe in welfare capitalism, class collaboration, and they are slightly more hesitant with their anti-fascism. Just a little bit. Just, just, a, just a smidge. Just a smidge. So political parties in America. Uh, this, is, this is the big one. Uh, Democrats. The Democratic Party was started in 1828 as a pro-slavery party, and its president was Andrew Jackson in 1829. However, through economic resurgence after the Great Depression in the 1930s and 1940s, as well as the civil rights movement in the 1960s, the Democratic Party became a proponent of racial equality. Yes, the party switch is real. Party switch real! 
Yeah. Many 20th century United States presidents such as Woodrow Wilson, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, and the most recent past president, Barack Obama, are all Democrats. This party generally promotes liberalism and is also classified as a left-wing party. Uh, it's really more center-left. Yeah, in interesting take, calling it a left-wing party, but that is nonetheless what it is typically uh, categorized in America. Yes. Uh, the party's philosophy of modern liberalism advocates for social and economic equality. It seeks to provide government intervention and regulation in the economy. Uh, these interventions, such as the introduction of social programs, anti-gun laws, support for labor unions, affordable college tuitions, uh, moves toward universal health care and equal opportunity, consumer protection, and environmental protection uh, form the core of the party's economic policy. Now we have the Republican Party. The Republican uh, Party was started in 1854 as an anti-slavery party, and its first president was Abraham Lincoln in 1861. Others include Ulysses S. Grant, Benjamin Harrison, Theodore Roosevelt, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump. I want to make it very clear right now that we despise this man. If you haven't already been able to tell by the entire basis of our podcast. We despise him. Truly. He is the worst. Truly. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, he's been impeached again. Yes, please. But, you know, we never know. Yep, cautious optimism. Ca cautiously optimistic here. Yes. In the Nixon years, there was a shift to the appeal of the implicit racial biases of white voters that did not like the civil rights movement of the 1960s in what is called the Southern Strategy. This strategy created the appearance of equity while ignoring minorities in the process. Currently, the Republican Party is identified as conservative, pro-gun laws, an anti-regulatory policy, and reduction of government intervention in the economy, as well as being in support of privatized health care. The party believes in lower taxes, less social programs, and personal liberty. So there are also some other parties that we should mention, like the Green Party, the Libertarian Party, uh, the Constitution Party, and the Communist Party of America. Those are all real things. Um, and yeah, I'm going to let Aiden take it from here. So the Libertarian Party is a, uh, a liberty group that is a third party in the United States, and it promotes a non-interventionalist foreign policy as well as civil liberties. The Green Party is a left-wing environmentalist party that promotes social democracy and respect for diversity, peace, and nonviolence. The Constitution Party is a far-right far right party that promotes American nationalism, paleoconservatism, which is really just a fancy word for fascism, Christianity, the anti-abortion movement, and greater attention on the United States Constitution. There's also the American Socialist Party, the American Communist Party. Um, you can pretty much assume what that is based on what we've told you earlier. It's just the Communist Party of the U.S. So now we've kind of made the distinction between the different political parties and different political ideologies centering around the United States, of course. And so now you can make some more educated choices in terms of affiliating with certain ideologies and parties. This has been On Your Left with MJ Kelly. And Aiden Cox. And we can't wait to see you back here next week for our episode, Leftist Ideologies. Goodbye. This episode hosted by MJ Kelly and Aiden Cox. This episode was written, produced, and edited by MJ Kelly. Thank you.